Let's talk about TikTok. This is one of my favorite topics. I could talk about it forever. I get asked a lot by people how to get started on TikTok, whether by individuals who want to become creators or build their personal brands or by brands looking to use TikTok as an acquisition channel. And I have a ton of thoughts about this. So I'm going to share it all in this episode. Actually, I'm going to make this a series. So this is part one where I share how to get started and some of the growth tips that I have. Part two is going to be answering your questions. So I asked you guys to submit some of the questions that you have about TikTok. Part one, how to get started on TikTok. First of all, let me do some myth busting around TikTok because I think a lot of people, even people who are familiar with these platforms, with marketing, with tech, tend to have some myths. So let's just go down the list. Number one, a common myth is that TikTok is just top of funnel. It's good for going viral and maybe building brand awareness, but it doesn't actually convert. I actually don't think that's true at all. I think you can convert if you build trust, if you have the right kind of content, if you find the right niche, if you have something that's a higher ticket product or service, it might take longer of course, but you can get there. And with one-off videos, it's still possible if you have the right product, the right content and the right price point. TikTok is not just for top of funnel. It can be for any part of the funnel, middle of funnel, bottom of funnel, what have you. Number two, it's all about followers. It's all about going viral. That is a myth. Quality matters just as much, if not more than quantity. A really good example of that is actually my content. In the scheme of things, guys, I don't have that many followers on TikTok. It's just shy of 100K. And I've met so many creators who have five to 10 times the following that I have that don't earn as much income that don't get the same opportunities because it's all about niche and quality. So if you can find the right niche, if you can build trust and engagement and credibility in that niche, and if you can figure out how to build that sense of community, that is going to be the main differentiator of what unlocks more opportunity for you. Myth number three, TikTok is not for my niche. Actually, it is for so many more niches than you would expect. You can really find anything on TikTok. The way that I was inspired to start posting about business in the way that I do with my classic green screen where I'm doing these brand breakdowns, nobody was doing that at the time. And the reason I thought maybe this could work is because I found two accounts that were pretty cerebral and intelligent that I really appreciated. And they made me think, okay, if people are willing to listen to either media theory or macroeconomics on TikTok, then maybe there's a place for my content. TikTok has 1 billion monthly active users. They hit that milestone, I want to say a little over a year ago. And what that means for you is this, you can find your people. Out of 1 billion people, some of those people are going to be your people. Don't just write off the platform because you assume that people won't engage with what you have to say. Chances are you can find people, smart, intelligent, professionals, or nerds who want to nerd out about a very specific thing. There's this one incredible account. I don't remember her name, but she talks about foraging. And she has, I think, over a million followers. And she just brings so much joy and bubbliness and delight into the topic of foraging that she's amassed all these followers. So people just love enthusiasm and enjoy. Myth number four is I need to hit this number of followers to monetize. There's no fixed number. Again, it depends on your niche and it depends on how strong your community is. I'm a great example of that. I got my first brand deal when I was just over 30,000 followers. That's a lot of people when you think about 30,000 individual human beings. But again, in the scheme of TikTok and how many followers people think you need to have, that's actually not that many. It all just comes down to what kind of content do you create? What's your niche? How lucrative is your niche, right? If a lot of your followers are actually like business owners, or if you create content for a very high earning 
kind of demographic the way for example a tanks might then that can also lead to opportunities for you as far as brand deals and sponsorships well before you hit you know hundreds of thousands of followers so if you are in this to become a creator and actually earn either a side income from it or make this a full-time thing then just know that there's not a specific number you need to hit it's very case by case Myth number five, you cannot build community. By now, you've heard me say the word community so many times in this episode that you probably get that I don't believe in that. I actually think you can build community. You just need to focus on targeting people who, first of all, ideally they have something in common with each other. If they feel that by following you and supporting your content, they're part of something bigger, that's going to help instill that feeling of community. If they feel like they have something in common with each other, just because of the nature of your niche. In my case, I talk to a lot of female business owners, right? Women, entrepreneurs, whatever you want to call it. I talk to that demographic. And so women in business obviously have something in common with each other. And I think that's really valuable. And and you definitely want to make that a goal as much as possible, especially so that you can maximize your longevity as a creator because if you cannot build community if you cannot turn the views into a sense of community you're going to struggle to make this kind of viable for yourself the next myth is that tiktok is just for gen z like i said a billion monthly active users lots of people are on the platform now as consumers as creators this is just false a lot of different people follow me who are definitely not gen z and a lot of them aren't you know women i I have all kinds of followers i remember when i was at this conference in miami i was having some drinks with some founders i met and this man walks up to me and he's in a suit he's this tall dude maybe in his 40s and he's in private equity and he says something like hey i've seen your content i like your content And then we start talking and I remember just thinking, wow, you really never know who's watching because I assumed that not a lot of men were tuning in, but I've met a ton of incredible men who are on the marketing side, who are operators, who are founders, investors, who regularly watch my content. So all that to say, TikTok is not just for any specific demographic, it's really for everybody. And the final myth that I come across more than maybe other people might is this assumption that TikTok is for B2C, so business to consumer, right? And this is more relevant, by the way, for people who are freelancers or service providers, consultants, agencies, or are founders in some way. They're probably thinking, is TikTok worth the time investment? Because if I cannot reach my business audience that I want to reach, then why bother? But I, again, I'm proof that you can reach a business audience and a really solid one at that. Now, let's talk about how I would get started if I were starting from scratch. First of all, if I had not spent any time on TikTok, I would start to spend like 10 hours total on it. A couple hours every day for one week is really all you need to start to get a sense of TikTok and what feels native and how the trends work and how people engage and some of the weird TikTok lingo that people use in the comments. All of that you're going to pick up just by being an avid consumer and you don't need to consume like hundreds of hours of content. You just need to consume enough such that you get a feel for what the content is supposed to be like. And once you do that, you're going to have a much better feel for how to create content that feels native to TikTok. That's key. A lot of people will splice up content or repurpose it from other platforms. That can work too. I've seen that work, especially for podcasts that are video-based. But I recommend if you're building a personal brand, especially, or trying to build up your business TikTok page, I recommend creating native content and then repurposing that elsewhere. So then you want to identify your topics. Let's say you either know your topics or know that you want to pick one of a few different topics, or maybe you want to do all of them. This is not the stage where you absolutely need to narrow down and decide right now, especially if you're trying to choose between a few different niches. You actually can just, you can actually just start to post a few videos 
kind of rotating between those topics or pillars and see what sticks. Because in the beginning, you don't have anyone following you. You have a lot of freedom to experiment. Use that to your advantage. But if you already know, this is what I want to talk about. I just want to talk about career advice and resume building. That's great. That's actually an advantage. You also want to, in the beginning, scroll for inspiration. Identify a few accounts that you can look to just to see how they format, how they edit, what seems to work. And ideally, they're kind of adjacent to you or overlapping with your content. What you don't want to do, and I also say this from a biased place because so many people have copied my content. What you don't want to do is steal someone's content, right? But you do want to use their format as inspiration because you'll find as you spend more time on TikTok that there are different formats you can play with. And so for your niche, for your topic, what are the formats that would make sense? So identify your inspo and start to kind of save some of those videos and just look at what they're doing well and what you can learn from that. And then what I would do, and this is a question I get a lot where people say, I don't know where to start. I don't, what do I start posting? Well, I can't really tell you that, but I can give you a framework. And chances are, if you even want to be posting on TikTok, so many of the people guys who approach me and tell me they want to create content, but don't know where to start. They actually are such experts and they have so much to say. And when you get them into a one-on-one conversation, they're so passionate. And then when they think about content, they freeze. I do that too. I actually literally am going through that right now in some ways, but what you need to know is all of it is inside of you and you don't need to over engineer to make it TikTok worthy. List out 20 ideas, ideas for content you want to create. If you can't come up with ideas, here's what you probably can do, especially if you are trying to create content around something that you have expertise in. What you want to do is think about the 20 most common questions that people ask you about that topic or a combination of the questions and also common mistakes that people make. And then you want to turn those into a series. Just start there. You're going to learn so much from just doing that. Start to batch produce that content and then publish maybe three to five a day. In the beginning, you want to be posting very frequently just because you want to learn. It helps you learn. It helps you sort of fast track your way to getting a baseline of views that are high enough such that it's worth it for you to keep investing in creating content. And you just want to be consistent so you can start to grow that audience, right? Because here's the thing about TikTok. And I actually think this is something ByteDance does intentionally. It is nearly impossible to predict or engineer virality. You can maximize your chances of going viral by following different trends or doing certain things. Or sometimes there's just content that's so crazy that it just can't help but go viral, right? You might put tens of hours into something and it flops. And then you might just offhandedly post something and then it goes viral. I've had that happen too. My Kim Kardashian private equity video, my Glossier, here's why it's going to flop video. Those were kind of off the cuff videos, which is kind of crazy because those are two of the most viral videos I've done, not just in terms of views, actually. The Glossier one got less views than a lot of other videos I've done, but that's the one that actually opened up so many doors for me because so many people in the industry found that video. And so all that to say, going back to the whole virality thing, you cannot predict or force virality. All you can do is increase your chances of going viral by maximizing your output, your sheer volume of output. That's what you can do. So you want to be consistent three times a day minimum for, I would say 30 days in a row, if not 100 days. If you follow me at all, you know, I'm a big believer in hundred day challenges. That's what I did. I actually started on TikTok through a hundred day challenge. If I hadn't done this challenge, I think that I would have probably given up or slowed down significantly in like week two, because I was posting maybe three videos a day for a couple of weeks and it was going nowhere. And 
looking back, it's kind of funny because two, three weeks is nothing. But I remember feeling really discouraged because I was seeing other accounts just post and immediately go viral. And I was thinking, am I doing something wrong? What's going on? So be consistent. That's the lesson here. I think that it's good to just maximize your consistency and really carve out time to post three to five videos a day until you hit a baseline where your videos are typically getting at least a thousand views on average. If you go to anyone's TikTok channel, you'll see that some videos go viral and then most of their videos kind of just are hovering around a certain baseline. That baseline is different for every account. That baseline does not always correlate with your number of followers. Mine tends to be around maybe 3,000, 2,000 to 5,000, that range. But you want to get it to a point where you post enough such that you hit about a thousand views as your baseline because I just find that psychologically this is the hump that once you reach it helps you feel incentivized to keep posting. If just 200 people see your video each time and most of them are not even watching it all the way through, it's easy to feel discouraged because people are not truly engaging with it. Whereas if it's a thousand people, every time minimum, then you know your content is doing something. Try to get to that point. And then once you hit that point, you're going to start to build something of a following. You're going to have regulars that you can recognize and people are going to start asking you questions. And then it'll be easier because not only are people saying, hey, I like this, keep going basically by engaging with you. They're also going to provide you with interesting feedback. They're going to ask questions and that's going to just keep that wheel going. You're going to have more ideas because people are going to keep engaging. And then it's this endless, virtuous cycle. So this is the framework I would follow. There are also some tips I want to share just as far as growth, how to grow in addition to all the things I mentioned. You also want to think about TikTok in phases. Phase one is just about experimentation. Don't worry too much about polishing things. Don't worry too much about perfecting every last sort of strategy. You are just trying to maximize your output so you can have those early few viral videos. And then you're going to start to figure out, okay, this is what's working for me. This is the following I'm attracting. These are the questions people are asking. You're not going to be able to always know what's going to work or even what you want to do, what style you want to do, what kind of content you want to share. So phase one is about experimentation. Phase two is about implementing and solidifying your strategy and your framework. So be a little more mindful of things like, you know, SEO and hashtags that in my opinion is kind of marginally important, but not ultimately important, especially in the beginning. But you can start to optimize around the edges once you hit that baseline, like I mentioned, because otherwise you're just trying to do too much and it's going to get overwhelming. So my personal philosophy is that phase one, you want to focus on consistency, high volume of output, experimentation with kind of loose guidelines around your content pillars and what you want to talk about. Phase two is when you start to tighten up that strategy a little bit more. And then phase three, I would say, is about just starting to build more of an authentic relationship with your followers because presumably phase one was where you went viral because of your funny entertaining thing that you do or your educational thing that you do or your opinions your hot takes but then phase three is when you're going to have enough regulars enough community that keeps coming back for your content that you can now start to take that relationship with them to the next level by sharing more about yourself another tip that i have that i think is often overlooked especially in the beginning is that not every video needs to go viral for it to be valuable especially after you hit that certain mile stone after which you start to have a regular number of views and amount of engagement you want to think about every piece of video as being either intended to capture a broader audience that is the content you create knowing that you are trying to cast a wide net right and that's where you want to follow things like trends and figure out how you can go viral 
But there's also a type of content where you're just adding value to the people who already follow you. And that's the kind of content where you don't want to over-engineer it for virality. You just want to focus on, these are my people. What do I have to say to them? We get into this trap of needing every video to go viral, but that actually detracts from us engaging in an authentic and high quality way. I try to avoid that trap, but it can be psychologically very challenging just because TikTok does everything in their power to design the platform for creators such that you're constantly wanting that next hit of virality because it is a dopamine rush. The next tip I have for growth is that you need to talk about the things that genuinely excite you because that energy is going to come across and people are going to be more engaged. And it's also, again, more sustainable for you. I think this is underrated as a growth strategy because people typically just want the silver bullet. They want the tactics. But this actually is, in my opinion, a tactic because the more enthusiasm you have, the more people are going to just feel that enthusiasm and and the more we're going to be drawn to it and we're going to keep watching. And maximizing watch time is really important as far as how the algorithm factors that in to decide whether or not it wants to push your video out further. Okay, now some more tactical kind of tips. The hook matters. The hook is really important, kind of similar to the thumbnail image on a YouTube video and how that can be really important because that's what determines whether people click on the video. The first two to three seconds of a TikTok video are really going to determine whether people stick around or not. So that's what you want to also focus on is how can you get better at creating a compelling hook? In my case, because I create educational business content, I've learned a few sort of tricks. One being I will kind of lead with the punchline. Sometimes, especially when I was starting out, I would bury the lead a little bit and that was really hurting my views. You can also do the tried and true kind of BuzzFeed headline type strategy of, you know, 10 ways to do X and then people are going to stick around because they know there are 10 things that they have to wait for. Okay, next tip is a consistent aesthetic matters. Kim Pham, who's the co-founder of Omsom, which is a brand I've talked about before. I also interviewed her actually for this podcast. She recently posted a Twitter thread about how she hit 100K on TikTok. And so I'm going to link to that below in the show notes. But one of her tips was to maintain a consistency of aesthetic so that when somebody is looking at your entire feed, it all kind of looks consistent. And then also when you show up on someone's For You page, they immediately have those visual cues that tell them that it's one of your videos, they know what to expect. And people like that consistency. They like having a set of things to associate with each creator that they follow on TikTok. So you want to figure out what that can look like for you. Again, not something that I'm necessarily great at other than I guess the green screen. People know that I usually have green screen in my background. I think that's probably my visual cue, but, but again, helpful to figure out what that looks like for you and then stick to it if you can. And that's it, guys. I probably have a lot more tips, but these are the most important ones that I find myself telling people over and over again when it comes to giving advice on how to get started on TikTok. If I had to distill all of this and just give you a TLDR, I would say figure out what value you want to add to people. Start with 20 ideas based on questions people often ask or mistakes people often make in that category, in that niche, in that topic. And then just start to publish a consistent cadence of videos three times a day for 100 days in a row and just see where that goes. There's no way you can keep up that cadence without getting better over time because you will just keep learning. You will just keep getting feedback from your audience and you're going to be so much further ahead than you ever could have been just trying to prepare and learn and strategize without actually posting. So just get in there and start posting. I hope this was helpful. 
Stay tuned for part two where I answer your questions about TikTok. If you have questions, be sure to DM me or find me on Twitter or Instagram at I am Dolma is my handle and just DM me and ask me your questions because I want to gather up as many as possible before I do part two of this, which is either going to come out on Sunday or next Tuesday. All right, guys, until next time.